0: Welcome to That Comic Smell Podcast. Tom Stewart and special guest.
1: Matt Greaves.
0: Um how you doing? You alright? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, not bad at all. Um busy day like, and it's been absolutely crappy weather here, but Hey what, what
1: have you been up to? Been busy.
0: I've been working all day. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Just working all day. What about yourself? Are you working as well or? Uh
1: not so much, no at the moment. No. I I was kinda of working on my own stuff today. Uh doing some sketchbook stuff and some writing black stuff. So I've had a bit of a bit of a less busy day than you by the sounds of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's um Yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been a bit mad, actually, and also the, like I say, the weather's been on and off. It's been thunderstorms all of a sudden here as well. Has it? But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But
1: be, not been too bad here today.
0: Yeah, we had hailstones about an hour ago, so that was good. <laughs> yeah,
1: nice. And your and your dog walking out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's not good weather for that.
0: Yeah. Not not the best. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it's like it's super hot just now as well. So you're cutting about in like a t-shirt and and then yeah. all of all of a sudden it's just like downpour so suppose, yeah yeah so we've got to literally be you know um slapped up with wellies and a big jacket and everything and but mm. sweating like blazers at the same time <laughs> nightmare yeah nightmare. just a bit but um yeah so you're doing some are you writing issue 3 already well yeah I, I
1: kind of i've got ideas for
0: like some bits
1: and bobs a bit like i kind of know what the, the theme of the next one's going to be and i've got ideas for one of the stories that like the ongoing one the gone swimming one so all right so, okay so I've, I've, I've made a very tentative start on that but i've not done lots just just a bit really
0: nice nice have you got um i i just thought um earlier on have you got any thoughts on uh collecting your ongoing once you've finished with it in black, or are you just going to keep it in black
1: uh, I, I, i've thought about that yeah i like the idea of that like that when the story finished uh, I could do the same with O-Boy as well. If I got like a nice chunk of strips for mm-hmm. that, or the, the that Gone Swimming story all the way through, ultimately then that would be like a cool. If there was if there was a demand for it, if people wanted it, I, I could put a collection together, yeah. kind of like flowers, you know, velvet glove and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought as much. There's uh, there's, a, a kinda, <clears throat> there's a heavy kind of there's a heavy kind of influence with obviously issue one kind of has a a looking sort of cover and stuff about it as well yeah. it's that alternative it's the alternative comics it's what we it's what we are fans of like i totally got that
2: yeah
1: big time
0: yeah um i'm assuming it's the same with like the name as well it was just something that well was... yeah
1: yeah they all kind of have like there was one mouth don't they all have sort of like a, a short little snappy name yeah uh, i mean i i got mine from a a Viz comic uh there was a sound effect for a fart black uh, I it was funny, so i use that <laughs> 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 it's as clever as that gets but um but yeah no like i said they always have punchy little snappy titles and things so i thought i spent ages trying to think of one and then i saw i was reading Viz, and i thought oh, that was funny yeah I just have that
0: Oh, it's like that viz as well that's the thing it's all yeah. it's all short to the point names it's it's funny because <clears throat> i've been drawing um parallels recently like reading uh more and more Sort of alternative American and Canadian comics and stuff, and uh, you can see the parallels with uh, like so even the Beano and Dandy and stuff as well, like how yeah. that influence has ended up getting over there somehow. Because obviously, they, I mean, all these, all of, all of those started in like like the, the 20s and 30s and everything, you know what I mean? For, yeah. So that influence has obviously ended up coasting over there somehow, whether it be you know wartime or, or what, but that's in, that's ended yeah. up there somehow. And uh, yeah, they, they seem to ping back and forth, don't they? Cross yeah, the on
1: sort of over yeah.
0: time. I think it's. I mean, it helps as well that they're all strip work as well. Yeah, um, and they take they take heavy influence off of like the early strips from that time as well, and they were all kind of picking off each other. But it it would have been, it probably would have been harder for uh, like Brits and Americans to pick up on what each other were doing from that earlier time so to see it like then translating into somebody's later work like or whatever um or even some some burns work and stuff as well and and seth and that when it all when some of their strip work ends up emulating something that can be found in the pages of early bino or whatever you're like holy shit (laughs)
1: yeah and that's kind of fun as well when you when you when you find out those connections and those like homages or references you're like oh cool i'll go check that out and then yeah. it kind of it kind of snowballs and you end up finding all sorts of different stuff
0: yeah exactly
1: like with um with uh, i say that clouds book there's loads of different styles in there that you know it just it looks like a bit, it's a beautiful book anyway but like say it references different kinds of strips of different areas of, of books he used to read when he was younger and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's really cool
0: yeah is that what mainly influences you with doing different styles and stuff throughout black
1: i think so yeah because like i think it's just had. I hate the idea of having to, like, pick a style and then do that for the rest of your life. Like, obviously, that would probably be more commercially viable. It would probably be more, you know, easier to, for a publisher or someone to pick you up yeah. if you have a you know a standard style. But I just I can't bet, like, the idea of just sticking to one thing forever. So, like, because there's some, kind of, some comics I love that are really wacky and silly. And then there's some that are more, you know, straight-laced or, you know, more elegant sort of drawings and things. But the idea of just trying to pick one and sticking to it, I just didn't want to. So I thought with black, I could do at the best of both worlds. I could, you know, do one story that's like this and then one story that's like that. So, and uh, yeah, and that's and that's and uh, I suppose they all have it. They all have a sort of, you know, th- through line through the, They all a, they're all drawn by me, so they all yeah. look a bit similar. But it's yeah. nice. It's nice to experiment with different things and reference. You know, like say, do references to all the stuff. You know, just do, have a bit of everything, really.
0: Yeah. Well, you can see your line through a lot of the stuff as well that's the thing like i I can i can Mm. very much see uh like we we've spoke back and forward before about like the tools of the trade and stuff that with with uh that you use and and the practice and stuff that you do so i can see the lines and like different pens or brushes or whatever i can i I can Mm. pick that up throughout the work um but it's, i find it incredible i like I'm very, I'm very envious because I, I, I fight. I'm very envious of people that can switch between styles like that. Um, I, I think I've, mm-hmm. I've drawn basically the same way for years. And probably not. You know, I probably right. go back and look at stuff and go, oh, I have changed or whatever. But, definitely. But I think um, other
1: people will notice it better than you do. That's, like, People always say like, oh, no, I don't have a style, and then you look at the work and you're like, oh yeah, they definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> but they can't see it. But then they'll go back to an old sketchbook or an old book and they go. Uh, okay i can see a bit of it now and I you know i think that just comes with time i suppose yeah but it's, that, nice that you, it's nice to say that you've, you've seen a like a, a a trend through it that's that's good good to know
0: yeah i mean it's definitely it's definitely found in um i don't know if it's it, if it's do you feel that you have a, a confidence when you're you're inking your work or because that's what that's what comes through i think there's like a confidence in the in the line
1: i think so i think i'm getting there yeah like as I've done it more, i like say so you, you kind of find your rhythms and you find the tools you like. And <laughs> uh, like, like I said to you that time, we we're talking about it that like uh, just warming up before you start inking is just like it seems so obvious a thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't swear on this, I
0: forgot. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. But, but um,
1: <laughs> when you, when you, uh, you know, you, you, you ink something without warming up, and you just think oh, that just looks shite yeah and you, and you can't think why does because you cause you draw on some sketches in your book and you think oh they look, they look good like that but it's <laughs> because you've not actually warmed up before you're doing it you just kind of kind of it, it ends up looking quite sort of mechanical and deadline and stuff whereas if you actually just spend like 10 minutes warming up beforehand it makes a definite definite different difference yeah so
0: it's it's funny because ever since our conversation with that i've translated that to so many different things and mm-hmm. um it It's really stuck with me, and it's it's just with the two of us speaking about it about warming up and and mm-hmm. getting to that point and it's it's so funny, like I think about all the times that I've done stuff like even like so playing drums or something like that or, or or singing or anything you know what I mean just just even. Mm-hmm. I don't know, even getting on the bike I mean going out for a, a cycle or whatever it takes a while to get to the point where you're comfortable but <laughs> yeah. the, the start of it you're dithering all over the place and your feet aren't quite catching the pedals and all that kind of shit and then you eventually get to the point where you're in the flow and you're fine and you're you know coasting mm-hmm. um but it's so funny how that you don't you don't ever think about that until you have that conversation with somebody and you're like Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> that's it, because your, your, your instinct is when you're drawing is it, it's, oh, I want to draw the fun bit, so I'm, I want to draw the fun bit first. And it's like, you shouldn't, because, like I say, you need to, time to ease into it. So if anything, it should, like... Like, I've seen people say they say, like, start start on, like, a bit that's, like, you know, like, I fill like a, a a large black area just to get the hand in and get used to it sort of thing, mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. than diving and doing your favourite bit, because obviously you won't do it justice if you do it, like, immediately. Yeah. That um, makes sense to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen people that definitely... Um, when they're sort of building a a page or whatever, well, a lot of folk will start from the middle and do the characters or whatever, and then build out from it. And it's like, yeah, you, I I I so think like you're gonna get stuck, you're gonna mm-hmm. get stuck eventually. Perspective is gonna be right off and everything. Um, it work, but I mean it works for some folk, but mm-hmm. you tend to find that, especially with like practice and building and warming up and stuff, they tend to go people more seasoned, more seasoned artists tend to go for backgrounds and stuff first or just even building perspective out of shapes and everything before they mm. get to that point um and i just yeah, I, I mean I, I don't i don't get how people so go on no no go for it man yeah.
1: no I, so I, I was just going to say that uh speaking about how people the order which people do things and the way they crack on is that the people that kind of are more improvisational with it and just kind of when you think of you and. All these sort of things in the backgrounds. So people can just kind of just, you know, be much more looser with a, a page and wing it and stuff. I can't imagine mm. doing that. Like, I, 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 I get it quite, you know, the pencils quite sort of nailed down before I start inking. The idea of just being like, nah, I think I'll just bang out a page and just see how it turns out. It's just like, that's a terrifying thought to me. I'm not gonna <laughs> do <that. laughs>
0: Exactly. I still find it crazy that there's some people out there that uh, just go straight in with the inks. Yeah. Like, that is maddening. Absolutely mm. maddening when I see folk just oh just lay it down with the inks. Now, fair enough, let's let let's be honest, these people have probably been doing that forever, you know, so they're yeah. they're used to it. But it's just such a scary thought to be like, yeah, I'll just go final straight away without even yeah. thinking about it. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, it's definitely. nuts. Absolutely nuts. Um I used to think looking at uh, Noah's work. I used to think that that was what he did, um, mm-hmm. because you can barely see a pencil line, um, on no. a lot of his stuff. Like he shows like pages, and you barely see a pencil line on it. But I think it's because he just saturates it in ink, mm-hmm. um, so there's like barely any work in once it's once it's finished. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and he makes it look so easy as well. Like the line work looks so like just loose, but in a nice way. Like you know, not laboured over and not stuff. But it just looks like I say. Obviously, he's done a lot of it. That's how he does it. But it just comes across looking so nice and easy, but obviously it's not.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you, um, you do a lot of sketchbook work and stuff though for, for practice and that, don't you?
1: Uh, I try to. Yeah. Like I remember at school sketchbooks just being an absolute chore, like an art, uh, like an art class and just thinking like, I can't be asked doing this. And i <laughs> and, and almost doing it as like, you know, you have to have it done by the end of the year sort of thing. So you just yep. end up drawing any old shit in it. <laughs> but, um, like, um, I, th- I remember one time I wrote in, I think I, I wrote in on a page, uh, I think I wrote, I have nothing, I have no ideas backwards or something, so you have to, look, you have to get a mirror to look at it like, which <laughs> obviously really clever, but uh, just, just just to try and fill up, you know, just to try and fill up, but no, obviously it is a useful tool, and eventually I found out how to have fun with it, where it's just like, in that place to just to play around and, you know, try and come up with funny jokes, or try, you know, try and draw like, like someone else's style and stuff, it's, and it, it's a fun thing too, it's just like a little doodle sort of thing, mm-hmm. and once, once I figured that out, I, do, I did a lot more of it, and I enjoy it, and it is good for coming up with ideas, and gags and stuff like that
0: yeah so but you don't necessarily use that as like as as practice every day or anything you don't go and go well time to get the sketchbook out like
1: uh not well no not every day and and it's it's usually more just like trying to get ideas going or um coming up with stuff or if, I, if i'm stumped like like when i'm trying to do like an illustration page or something like a one-off a one page or something hmm. i'll i'll i find that so that the, the amount of choice you have there like a lot so I kind of just try and think, like, right, what do I want to draw? And, you know, do little noodles and doodles and things, then just find, hopefully find something there, which you always do, but that's the goal anyway. Yeah.
0: Do you find that you get a lot that comes to your imagination when, when you're doing stuff, or do you struggle with that? Uh, I I feel, like
1: I've, I feel like I've started to struggle more. I feel like it used to pour out of me more. Mm. But I don't know if it's uh, the last couple of years or what, but I feel like, I feel like it's a much more of an effort to pull stuff out sometimes than it used to. I don't yeah. know what that is but uh, I have noticed that, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's it, like you say, it's stuff you watch and things come into you. Like, you know, I'm obviously an old and I make notes on my phone of ideas and things and those take a while to sort of gestate, I think, in your brain. Hmm. I think it's just a combination of those things. Then not thinking about it and then it will just, they'll just kind of come to you at some point. That's kind of usually where I get my best ideas from.
0: Yeah. 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 But you do a lot of practice like um, life drawing and stuff as well, though, don't you?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I go to a class every week, a couple of weeks. Yeah. There's one near me, which I go to, yeah, which is just, it's just good fun and uh, a really nice way to spend a couple of hours. Just like uh, there's a music, the guy, the guy that runs the class puts a bit of music on. It's just like everyone's, you know, focusing. It's no, no one's talking usually. It's just uh, a nice place to just like, because all they focus on is the drawing. So it's just quite a therapeutic thing. Mm-hmm. And obviously it does help. Cause I've been doing it. I've, I've, I've been doing it for a, you know, a few years now and now. And I do sometimes you think of you go, oh, that was you no know, it's it's kinda like I think it's like golf sometimes where some days di- some days you just nail it and some days you just think what well, what is this? What am I drawing? <laughs> but I I do I can see when I look back at old stuff, I can see a progression. I think there is you know, there is improvement thankfully.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I
1: enjoy yeah. it, that's that that no, that's a good reason. I mean, I recommend it people, you know, people that wanna even just even even if you wanna like draw super serious looking stuff, like you know, it's it's good for practicing proportions and anatomy and stuff, but it's just a nice thing to do and good practice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that people go along to those things with the impression that they are going to get better at life drawing, or do you, or is it a kind of mix where you get some people that just go along for a bit of a social, and that is just part of the the class, so they go along with it sort of thing?
1: Yeah, I think it's both. I think it's, you get a lot of like older people that have done it for years and love doing it and you know maybe they have creative careers as well or they're just or they're retired or whatever mm. you also get a lot of students like art students that go mm. and then you get a lot of yeah a lot of people in a in a january time because it's a new year's resolutions type it's like oh i think i'll start <laughs> during this year yeah and usually peter out by like february but um <laughs> yeah. but no but, yeah i i go i, I started going because i wanted to get better but also i haven't gone to the same class for a few years now i kind of enjoy the social aspects of it and we'll go for like a pint after work you know afterwards and stuff nice and sometimes you'd rather sometimes you kind of you, when you can't be asked drawing you kind of just thinking well i've got to do this bit to get to the drawing bit like the, the drinking bit it's just like <laughs> this is like a, a precursor to that bit sometimes but no 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 it's good I, I enjoy it and it's like i say it's a good thing to keep your hand in i think
0: yeah do you ever um actually just thinking do you ever bounce ideas off of anybody when you go out for a a social after after you've done it
1: uh what, what for like for like comics and things uh, yeah
0: just yeah yeah yeah
1: not really like uh i mean because the guys i go with aren't really comicy people like okay. uh, a couple of my i go with uh at, uh I, I knew from work animation stuff uh, okay yeah yeah. so we had that in common but not so much i mean they read a, they probably read a bit of comics and things but uh not so much right. usually just you know, other stuff like art stuff but i don't i don't usually picture my ideas i don't think
0: do you have um, do you have anybody that you do bounce ideas off of or is it just quite a, a solitary thing because uh, I, te- yeah. I tend to find that a lot of comics folks it is a solitary thing and that's what kind of defines the work in a way so i always just i'm always just curious if people do if there is anybody who kind of bounces their ideas off of folk uh
1: i think no no no. i mean like i'll i'll run my ideas past my girlfriend sometimes okay. and i think, oh, just think that's funny and she'll be like yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> probably not them. uh but I, I think you're right i think a lot of i think i think it tends to be with comics especially the kind of comics that we like is that you usually find them by yourself mm-hmm. and you it's not like a it's, you don't usually have in my experience like a bunch of mates all like the same sort of stuff so you can you kind of end up making friends like online like through mm-hmm. comics sort of thing yep so i don't yeah i mean and i've kind of with um like with with my first black I, I ran it by someone uh norm had a look through it for me just to see if it would if it even made sense and was like readable right. but uh, other than that no i mean i probably should really i should try and bounce ideas off people but i I, but I know what you mean i think it is quite a sort of isolated thing and i think that's also kind of the fun of it especially with uh these like anthologies woman anthologies it's basically just like looking inside someone's brain and yep. just showing you all what they think and you know and it's and usually have similar you know opinions and you know similar ideas cuz you're doing y worlds too but mm-hmm. then you get so sort of, you know you might get a different perspective on something or you know a bit of a esoteric thing that's just like a bit of fun
0: yeah that's yeah. that that is a big thing though like you say it's it's is looking inside somebody else's head and going i know this guy this guy is me mm-hmm. or i like i know what this this i know what she's talking about or whatever like it's yeah. it's it's so Man, it's so baffling, and it's probably what, like you say, it's what attracts us to them. Like that, it's I I tend to find that that's what I go for. Is you know people's anthologies or people's books about what they have been up to or doing, even if it's fictitious. Because even if it's something like I don't know, um, it's a good life if you don't weaken. Like it turned out to be totally fictitious, um, (laughs) but it's so rooted in reality that you're almost still relating to loads of the bits because you're, you're sitting going, God, I know what that feels like. I know what that yeah. is. And you know, and it's, um, yeah, you're right. It is, it is that thing of like trying to find, it's trying to find another, a, a like person sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and even
1: with, like say, with fiction, mm-hmm. uh, true stuff will still get in it because someone's writing it. So they'll still have their own, yes you know, Experience or take on things or their own language of it, so they'll always be like. You could be like, say, you could be writing about anything, anything like aliens and you know sci-fi stuff, but they'll still be a bit of the author in it because they're writing it or drawing it, so yeah, they'll still have that. You know, still have it. It'll, if it's good, it'll still have a. You know, it'll ring true in some way, and you'll connect with it.
0: Do you ever, do you ever feel that happens with like? A, maybe happens more these days, but do you think you ever found stuff like that in sort of older superhero stuff? Well,
1: I, I never really read much superhero stuff, okay. to be honest. Like, I mean, I I probably look. I mean, I probably when I was younger knew more about like Batman from like cartoons and video mm-hmm. games and things. Yeah, yeah. And I probably found it more later. Uh, but I've, I've I've read bits of superhero stuff. But like I said, like it doesn't interest me as much for the reasons that we just talked about. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, I mean, also it's also it's a. Uh, I suppose it's quite impregnable. I mean, obviously it wasn't for me because I had lots of information from the games and. Uh, Cartoons and things, but there's obviously such like if you were trying to start if you were trying to start reading one of those superhero comics now, I feel like you'd be you'd, like issue you know one thousand or whatever. I think <laughs> you'd feel like you'd feel like oh, I've got so much to catch up on or, yeah. Know, I think that'd be quite intimidating. And I think and and also, like you say it's it's a, a team of people obviously very talented people, artists and things. But like you say, I think it's much more appealing to me to get, like I'd rather have, like a smaller team or like, mm-hmm. even one person. I feel like it's more I find that more interesting. I think.
0: Yeah, there's a lot lost. Um. Even even if somebody does put a bit of their soul into it, you know, the further and further it works its way down the line, it's just going to be written out. It's going yeah. to be edited down to just yeah. its essentials, and that's it. They need to. They're effectively just IP at yes. the end of the day. Not that I like. I mean, I I I still love them. I still got a whole shelf of them myself. Um, but I totally understand and sympathise with folks that just don't don't get on with them at all. I find myself. As I get older, falling out of love with them, um, because of that reason, yeah. because there's just no soul to them at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. There's no like you say that it's such a vast team and they are all very talented, but you know it doesn't that doesn't equate to anything at all. It's funny because you've got a, a a strip in Black Number Two that has somebody with a team behind them acting as one person sort of thing, and it just that instantaneously made me think about um about superhero comics and about people yeah. going out there and saying, well, I did this, I did that and I'm like, yeah, but there's about 40 people behind that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Look at them, look at me yeah, I did this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh. And, 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 and and at that level, like I say, with the, with the, obviously the amount of money it make. oh, well, it's not that the comic side makes much money, the, the films things make a lot of money, and, you know, but at that level like they aren't messing about, like, those things will have been, you know, focused, you know, focused, you know, focused, you know, focused, you know, focused work from you know shopped around and mm-hmm. people have teams of experts kind of going over everything making sure it's you know sanitized and safe mm-hmm. for consumption and stuff mm-hmm. which like i say ultimately isn't you know the funnest stuff to read when you know you want to watch people you know superheroes kick their crap out of each other and you know yeah. all that exciting stuff <laughs> and that's where they get lost a bit
0: yeah exactly but it's kind of the same with like it's kind of the same with film and television and stuff in a way, and mm-hmm. like you said, you you work in animation, don't you?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. like um, children's animation, like kids' TV.
0: Okay, so there's something that works its way down and ends up getting sanitized as well, big time. Yeah, big yep. time, and that's huge teams, like massive yeah. teams. Yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, not so much uh, like I've I've been I've been in sort of smaller teams, like in like. I've I live in Manchester, so I've worked in some Manchester studios, which are a bit smaller. But yeah, when you go down to like London, or even like obviously across to America and Canada, those are
0: huge, huge teams. Yeah. Have All you ever have you ever perhaps. seen those kind of teams, like up close?
1: Um, well, I've I'm, I've worked in you know I've worked in you know, in some kind of big teams, and it's also quite a small world animation, especially like in the UK. So you end up working with people that have worked with other people, and you kind of hear about it and you know, yeah. see stuff about it. So. I've, I've I've never been in any massive massive, on any massive uh, productions or shows, but I've been in a couple of you know, you know, large for me ones that, you know a okay. lot of moving parts, lots of you know, logistics and you know schedules to hit and things and you know lots of things that need to be checked double
0: checked. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like did you um did you study for that then? Did you go to uni and stuff for that?
1: I did. Yeah, I did. Um, I did. Uh, animation at uni yeah for three years
0: all oh, right Did so. actually focused animation yeah. yeah 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 um
1: which was uh which was well it was good because you meet obviously that's the best thing about uni, is you meet like-minded people and you uh and you uh get access to hopefully you get lots of access to you know stuff you would not have access to otherwise like you know for animation you get like access to, like stop motion you know setups mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff and some software and stuff you wouldn't probably have seen before and stuff so yeah it was good and you and you end up making you know some good mates there and do something you, you know you enjoy doing and it, it's it's just look it's one of the i looked out really in that it's kind of one of the few uh sort of artistic sort of creative degrees we actually couldn't get stable work from it like i can actually get a payable job afterwards as well ah. so it just kind of it kind of just looked we kind of worked out that you end up because obviously if you, you know there's some like you know if you at one point i was considering doing like fine art mm-hmm. uh which i'm which i kind of kind of wish i did sometimes for so like painting and stuff but Definitely I don't know how you I don't know where you go after that uh after that degree. I don't know how how that becomes
0: no I've a
1: tenable, tenable thing.
0: No, I've never figured that at all. I've had plenty of uh, mates over the years who have done fine art and literally are now sitting on a fine art degree and working in like I don't know, Aldi or whatever. Yeah. And it's like they're the most talented painters and artists and, and, and some of them even um, branched off and ended up doing work in like sculpture and, and making all these like installations and stuff. And it's like, but it goes nowhere. Yeah. It just yeah. It does nothing. You know, they do one installation, one little event and then if nobody picks up on it, it's like, well, that's that done.
1: Yeah. Unless you, <laughs> unless, you unless you know someone or you're related to someone, like it's just like, say so it's going to probably, you know, unfortunately kind of go that way yeah and, and that's and that's a reason a lot of people i think in comics end up in animation as well mm-hmm. because you know they try and make money is making comics especially making like you know self-published or small press stuff it's going to be hard to make a living from so it often ends up that will do end up you know going in towards commercial illustration or animation and things yeah uh, and that's kind of why i did i kind of uh pre-covid i would i'd work a, uh, on a uh, animation on a kids show for like and the jobs tended to last like six months to a year or so right. and then after that I'd take a bit of time off to do comics I'd, I'd saved up a bit and then I'd do comics for a bit and then once I got scared again I'd, I'd get an <laughs> animation job <done> again <laughs> and then just kind of rinse and repeat uh I did that for a couple of years before oh. uh COVID hit and then I mean I, I mean that kind of still happened but just the, the the comics bit ended up being a bit longer than it probably normally would have been um so and I got a bit more time to do my stuff which is good but that's interesting. To it, but, um, yeah,
0: that's that's interesting though, that you're able to get the the time off to to do that kind of stuff and then dip back in though. um Yeah, that's. Uh, it's, I, suppose
1: it's, I suppose it's not really it's not really time off more so as the job ends and I'm you probably should go get another job, but instead I was. <laughs> so, um, it's probably you know I mean, luckily I was able to do that, but um like I say, it's it, you know. It's it's a it's a way of balancing it where you can actually end up doing a bit of comic stuff, but you not know I mean, to sort of rely on it as a full time occupation, which you, I I can't do, and I'm sure a lot of people can't do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you never um you never fancied going into like game design or anything off the back of animation. It was strictly you were sort of for the love of animation.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I suppose people do do that, but I suppose mm-hmm. that'd be more of a. Maybe if you did like 3D, like CG kind of animation, I think that lends itself more to that kind yeah. of career yeah, path. Whereas yeah. I was doing more uh, 2D stuff, so, and so obviously you end up more going into cartoons and stuff. And just it just happened that um, through going to university, I met people or you know made contacts with people, and I could get you know a look into sort of you know getting an entry-level animation job, like a junior animator job. So right, it kind of works out that way.
0: Good. Um, yeah. That's amazing no i just i'm 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 just surprised to hear like there's so much work and stuff because i mean i I did animation myself at at college all right and, um I never went to uni um because it killed my soul so I, I stopped <laughs> right. doing it um but I was doing three d because there was no traditional animation courses here at all um right. and it was all based around three d and mainly beca- i think mainly because we're like dundee became like a a hub for like small gaming industry things and stuff so they were they were really focused on that and trying to push people into into gaming um Mm. or even pushing them into like uh, film work and doing a lot of VFX and stuff yeah yeah vfx and, and 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 sort of cg stuff and that it was just um yeah it was all sort of pushed towards that and i just wasn't interested i was interested in doing 2d or stop motion or something like that you know yeah and it just it's just i'm really it's really interesting to find that but you're right and you're saying that a lot of folk that do comics do um animation it's um, i can think of two well one's a team off the top of my head and another one like james lawrence uh, right. a La Posa. mariposa he was he's like an animation a uh, lecturer or whatever and there's the oh, wine right. okay. yeah and there's the wine and zine uh, collective as well. They they're all involved in animation. Every single one of them.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's a good crossover. Like I can think of like American ones, like or Canadian ones, like uh, Michael Deforge and like yes. Ben Says and that they end up doing like background design and prop design and stuff, which makes sense because obviously they spend all you know lived on so many comics with like you know, nice backgrounds and artwork and stuff. It's so an natural. And also with um, I think a lot of and I think a lot of comics people end up going into like storyboarding as well, which mm-hmm. is basically just comics, really. You know. Yeah. Um, so it makes is a lot of crossover, I think.
0: I was hearing about somebody the other day. Now, who was it? Oh man, it's totally slipped my mind. But somebody had said that the uh, they couldn't get work, and so they saw an advertisement. There was somebody who was actually prof like professional in in comics, mm-hmm. and uh, they hadn't had had work in a while. They were in the midst of making a book, just needed some solid cash, saw an advertisement for storyboards. And just went, oh, that's basically comics, and are now just like solidly in films doing storyboards because wow. they've just ended up falling into that. But I can't remember if it was. It's somebody who's a name within comics as well, and I can't, honestly, I'm can't sure. remember off the top of my head. But you're right, it's, it, but that's the thing in a, in, in, uh, in the States as well, though, that a lot of them seem to get you, there's that ongoing joke that a lot of the comics folks get picked up by Cartoon Network. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, and those, and those obviously over there, it's huge. Like, there is, there is a, you know, it's albeit kids' TV, they don't make like grown up stuff over in England, but like over there, it's like a huge business, like, you know, with this Cartoon Network and <clears> obviously <throat> Netflix, although they're not a bit of a cheap time about the moment, apparently. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, like but, adult yeah, adult so, Swim and everything as well over there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm so jealous of Adult Swim as a thing. I, I wish we had a version of that. It's just such a, not even just the animation, just all of it. It's just like, we don't have that sort of place where people can just mess about and just, you know, because obviously they, they just make such weird out there stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of it will just, I'm sure, die a death. But it's worth <laughs> doing that because you'll find things, you know, that connect with people. And it's, it, it, it's you know, like, there's so many shows over there, like, you know, like Eric Andre's show and like, uh, you know all the animation stuff obviously Rick, mm-hmm. Rick and Morty did you know amazing I, mean, I think there was an Adult Swim at one point Adult Swim UK and it literally just like shared Rick and Morty gifts. but you know they don't, they don't they don't want they don't want to be able to risk that kind of money to make something that could potentially be a flop yes you know it's disappointing every few years they'll do like a sort of family guy rip off someone yeah uh, they'll try and do like an edgy adult kind of animation and it'll just, you know, be a bit of a damn fat and I'm like, okay, we <laughs> again in a few years. It's
0: just... <laughs> Isn't that strange yeah. that those things just kind of prop up, and then when they don't do well, they just give up. They don't bother doing something yeah. else. It's like, oh, we'll just forget it. It's like it's mad though,
1: because the, the, obviously it's, there must be a market for it, because people watch, people want to watch, you know, weird shit and you know, funny stuff and you know, su- yeah. you know, sort of subversive stuff and you know, random stuff. So you, you think. Yeah, you know, someone would surely have a go, but it hasn't happened yet. Maybe, no. maybe they don't, we don't. I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's just odd. I just find it really strange. What are um, what are some kind of some of your favourite um, animation stuff that you sort of grew up with that you would feel <clears throat> has had a massive impact on you?
1: Well, the big one would be like Looney Tunes and uh, stuff like that, and yep. Tex Avery stuff like. I've watched them, I think, when I was little. Probably too young to watch them. When I, was, I was Thinking back, Same. Um But yeah, I think I think I used to watch them when I was little and I loved them. And I still do now. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, there's still still some of my favourite animation is that is Looney Tunes and you know, like, Tex Avery and like gags like that. But, you know, those sort of crazy, you know, funny cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's a big part of. I think that's just. I think that stuff kind of just changed the way my your brain works when you sort of watch it like. A lot of like a lot of the cartoons and stuff I like, you know, I think come from comics and cartoons come from that sort of style or mm-hmm. that idea, and I think you know, all of my idea, a lot of my ideas and you know, like wacky stuff like oh boy, I think I mean that's probably an obvious connection, but yeah, <laughs> loads of uh, it comes through all the time, I think, and that's just how what I find, you know, I think that probably makes changes how you what I thought was funny mm-hmm. and you know what I like and those kind of gags, so yeah, that's a big one. Um, I suppose, that's probably the main one but i mean i mean in, in and then in recent more recent years i suppose would have been at uni i'd, I, I'd started watching you know ren and stimpy oh nice a, i mean john you know john quits for lucy whatever, but uh that but a lot of people worked on that show who weren't him so yes you know worth, <laughs> it's not it's not one i'm willing to let go of because it's, <laughs> it's just uh too good uh but uh, that i think those kind of those couple of things just sort of just the main sort of my go-to animation stuff really and then obviously there's been loads of other stuff in recent years but those are the ones that I, when someone asked me that like, that's what my first thought would be to those yeah what about yeah. you did you um was that, you said you are some of that yourself
0: because i watched everything dude when it came to cartoons i was just eating them up um i mean hmm. I, I would watch uh i would watch basically cartoon network and nickelodeon on repeat and yeah. like just throughout the whole day just mainlining it actually the first kind of times that the disney channel cropped up as well they had some pretty top cartoons that came mm-hmm. on there as well um i'm trying to think um tales from the crypt keeper was a huge one oh yeah um,
1: I know, i've watched that one. I've, I've seen it. i've seen like of it but i've never seen it like,
0: yeah podcasts. it used to it used to come on really early mornings on nickelodeon um and Kablam, as well, was another one that had like stop motion in it out of just like melted toys and stuff. But it was right. that was like an anthology show, so it had like loads of stuff that happened. It had like little cartoon presenters and stuff on it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's your, your typical like Ariel Real Monsters and Rugrats and stuff, they were just yeah. incredible, well, they were amazing. Yeah. It's when you look back at like the animation on, on Rugrats, I'm like, how did they get out off with this like it's so mm. choppy and like the lines move all over the place yeah. and everything but it's just incredible yeah um, like and,
1: and, and that's the thing when you watch them back as well it's obviously in your mind you think these were these are cartoons you think you see you get you get old man brain it's like oh back in my day they made cartoons like yeah and, and then you go back and watch them and they're so like like say janky or whatever like um i did that with um with Powerpuff Girls obviously oh, yeah. great. it looks amazing like the, the the art style and the drawings are amazing and I walked from back and I was like it just looks so choppy and I just thought oh man like you so say it's just the way that things are in, you know pristine in your mind yep. it's like it's like it's like um, playing Goldeneye when you're little uh, at <laughs> game and you think like and you come back and look at it in modern times and you just think oh it's like if you tried showing a young person that
0: oh it it's just think, like, just doesn't project. happen <laughs> like, yeah doesn't happen yeah. at all and it's also it doesn't help that you make one move in that game and it slows down to nothing yeah. like you barely move you shoot like three guys and the frame rate just drops insanely <laughs> you're just like oh christ now yeah. Yeah. Well, that's gaming yeah.
1: you, you kids don't know what games are this is games.
0: <laughs> yeah. i was to I was explain it to somebody the other day that um i played uh max Payne on mm-hmm. uh like a windows 98 pc and yep. there was no reflections, there was barely any detail on any of the walls or anything. You I was yep. basically walking through hallways of just grey. Um mm-hmm. and the only way that I could play it, um, because the screen didn't brighten enough, was to put blackout blinds that uh, we'd found. We basically found these like duvet things, made them into curtains and had to ah. put blackout blinds up just to be able to play it or wait until night time. Because yeah. it was so dark and dull that it was like, oh, I can't I can't see shit. And also, Max just kept the same face the entire yeah, time, was which was just grimace. a... Yeah, it was that grimace, horrible, like... It was somebody's face photoed and then yeah, put yeah. on top of it really badly, like, yeah. really layered badly on. It was like, holy shit. But yeah. I loved it. I Absolutely I loved it. And, and that was comics as well. Like, it's still, I still... what to say, yeah, there's a link now, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, with the... Uh, the-
0: Cutscenes, yeah, yeah. I, I, like. I always say that to people because they're like, oh, you know, um, like people go on about like people playing games all the time. Oh, you fucking play games, blah blah. It's like there was comics in games. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, you could sit back and watch that whole game play out. By just playing the comics, yeah, and, especially with your blackout curtains, as well, quite
1: cinematic, uh, yeah, sitting <laughs> in the dark watching that.
0: Oh, listening to that soundtrack over and over again as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh that theme was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, like, but it, I I think about like um, I used to get like you were mentioning Looney Tunes. I used to get there was a couple of Looney Tunes like SNES games and stuff as well that you could mm-hmm. get. Um, bugs, oh God, what was the Bugs Bunny one? where he, like, went through different... It was, like, different movie sets and stuff, but it was with all the Looney Tunes characters. Um Oh, I, I oh it was know. just... It was incredible. He used to fire, like... He used to fire pies at everybody by throwing them, <laughs> yeah. like, super, super fast. Um... It was just a side-scroller thing, and see when you see it, it looks horrendous, but it yeah, was just incredible at the time, mm-hmm. um, and some of the cutscenes and stuff in between it were just brilliant <laughs> for, yeah, for yeah. a SNES, you know what I mean, for a Super Nintendo, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, I had uh, a
1: couple of Looney Tunes games, I think, on like PS1 or something, that rings a bell. Oh, and yeah. They be, like, so, and they're like, like little two-player ones running around and hitting each other and stuff, I remember that being fun. I can't remember what they, what they were, like the names of them, but I remember them being fun. Yeah. Some good little crossover tie-in things.
0: What was your um what was your first ever console?
1: Uh my first console was an N sixty four. Oh right, okay. Uh, <laughs> which uh, obviously reels our age, I guess. So you we, we were talking about SNES though, so you you beat me there, but um
0: <laughs> I I was just I was uh inheriting um Ah right uh, systems off of like cousins and stuff that had them. It, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Down, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. How, how if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm thirty. Ah, so there's not much between us. I mean, I'm, on, no, no. I'm I'm 33 this year, so there's not much between us go. at all. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I I would inherit him. Like, my, if my cousin then got a PlayStation, I would get his Snes and and yeah. whatnot. Although I did get a I did get a new, um, I did get a brand new PlayStation. That was something I never inherited his PlayStation. But go. We got we got like his NES and got his Snes and got his Sega, yeah. and I got his Game Boy and and stuff like that, which was great. Oh man, I still remember. And there was another one. The kids, like, I go, like, playing old man here saying, no, oh, the kids don't yeah. know. Oh,
1: Johnny's gone, do you remember old cartoons? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, but I, I do remember, like, putting my coat over my head so that I could actually sit and play the Game Boy in the sunshine because okay. if the if there was too much sunshine on it, you couldn't see it. If it was in yeah. the dark, you couldn't see it. So it was like doing the happy balance in between and putting it sort of just over your head yeah. and bringing it in. <laughs>
1: you just don't understand these kids today, do they, what they have to go through? No. Nope. I, thought, I thought you were going to say about like um, split screen, the idea of playing like split screen with someone oh. and being like, because no I've seen people online, like on Twitter, like when there's like they'll kind of put like a big piece of card across the TV, so it's like so they can't see what I'm looking at, I can't see what they're looking at, sort of thing. Which obviously is the smart way round, I suppose. Yes. But, and but I just remember being younger, being like, "Wow, we promise we we'll won't look at each other's screens." Okay, go. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and then you'd be like chasing, like playing a game like GoldenEye, for example, and you'd be chasing behind someone, you're shooting, but you know your teammate or you know your enemy, I suppose. And you and they just suddenly just whip round and shoot in the head, and you think, "Well, I think you looked at my screen that time." It's yeah. Like, no. No,
0: I didn't. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think me and my pals ever made such promises. No, because <laughs> <No, laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. I just I knew that they would be dirty and rotten about it, so it was like I oh, forget it. <laughs> that was my mistake. <laughs> I was never any good at at Golden. Like I loved the game, but I've I've just always been crap at shooters. I'm just not good at shooters at all. And this is coming from somebody that's got Gears of War tattoos. Um, right. but honestly, like I just I've never been good at shooters at all, and oh man, it was so, it was so infuriating playing those yeah. games. And uh, there's nothing worse than playing against somebody that's amazing, and you're just getting killed every two <laughs> yeah, seconds. Over again, yeah. Uh, Used to I know what you mean. drive me nuts, similar like fighting games, and they just get you in a corner and just oh, keep yeah, punching yeah. constantly, punch, 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 and you can't do anything. You're just <laughs>
1: like, ah! I used to be alright at shooting games. I mean, I don't play video games much these days, just because uh, not having enough time or yep. uh, my laptop's a bit old now, so it's not really going to play any of the new stuff. <laughs> but uh, i used to be all right at the shooting games i think the trick of it is just to spend too much time playing them just waste a lot of your life yeah. playing them and then you've that skill which is how the kids the, the kids that you play online with thrash you because yep. they've been playing it all day and you've got home from work and you start playing and then they just they've had you know weeks training on you and they're going to knock you down every time you just think, oh god i'm going to go to bed and you know get away for work in the morning while they're still going to be you know battering everyone else
0: yeah exactly so have you not um have you not got any consoles anymore then
1: no, uh, I had a PS4, which I use. We use mostly for watching TV at that point. Yep. But then it, it died halfway through uh, lockdown. No, oh, Jesus. Time for it to break. And I mean obviously, uh, it was like I think it was around the time PS5s had come out already. So that so they were they were goldist anyway. Yeah. So, not that I didn't really want a PS5 anyway, but I thought I could at least do it with a PS4 so I can play the games I've got and yep. maybe watch TV. But now it kind of died, and I thought I'm not going to buy a new one because even they were like. I think they were, like, near full price at the time because mm-hmm. I was, they were so scarce. Yep. So we just ah, thought, nah, never mind. And we just end up, you know, watching, you know, with streaming stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I, the closest I come to playing games nowadays is, um, like, on Steam, uh, laptop games. And oh, I yeah. play but, I, but even then, I'll, I only usually play the little sort of indie little dinky ones mm-hmm. because, one, because yep. my laptop couldn't run anything heavy anyway, but also <laughs> just because they're usually the fun ones. Like, So, obviously, as we, we say, we spent... When you've played enough versions of like Call of Duty and stuff, you kind of like you don't need to play Call of Duty. Yeah, I saw one, I saw the new one the other day, and it's have you seen that it's like King Kong and Godzilla? Oh, fucking hell. It's, so, they've I mean, obviously, there's only so many ways you can do soldier shooting each other, but now they've, they've introduced uh, Godzilla and King Kong into the mix. Jesus, <laughs> it's just, like crazy. Look, so, I guess, I guess, I, I guess they're doing new stuff, I suppose, but <sighs> yeah, after a while of playing the sorts of games, you end up just kind of wanting to play like. Just a, a weird little idea. Yeah, the graphics will not be any good, but it'll just be a funny little idea, you know, a well-executed we like an idea, and that's you know, <laughs> I like games like like um, uh, the Stanley Parable was one that, uh, that was a good game. You played that?
0: No, I've not. Do you know that's actually my Steam wish list? Um, I'm I'm much like you, dude. I I I've very much just dropped games. I got given a PS4 um, about halfway through lockdown, and it was my mate's like first gen one that he'd had forever, and the reason he gave me it is because he had two. Um and he, and a PS5 and I was like holy shit, um so I got that and I've barely played it. I've played like Crash Bandicoot and Spider Man and that's it. Mm. <laughs> I've got no need to play games. I've got far too too much other shit to be getting on yeah. my. You know what I mean? Making and reading comics, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I, like you, I. I I just sort of play little dinky things on Steam and that is one of the ones on my wish list that and um, Don't Starve are the are the two
1: oh, I've not played that but I'd like to yeah I've seen yeah. that it looks
0: good yeah but that, that that Stanley Parable looked really interesting was that not like a mod off of like Half-Life or something? Yes yeah. it
1: was I think it was a mod off Half-Life 2 like you say and then uh, it, people liked it so they ended up making their own like a proper version of it Right, and okay. it recently came out with a, 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 a redo like a deluxe edition sort of thing uh, which, which, which I wasn't really bothered about, but it said there's loads of new uh, sort of add they've added loads of new stuff to it. It's not just like the graphics gone. There's loads of new stuff to it. It's like okay, I'll give it a go, even though it was like twenty quid or something. It was like pretty hefty for like a little indie game, and then like a, a, re, a you know a, re, a remastering of an indie game. Mm-hmm. But I thought you know what, no, I will get it because I did like the game. And I thought I'll check out. I mean, I couldn't run it on my laptop anyway because it was just <laughs> overpowering my laptop. So I like refunded it in like fifteen minutes. I was like, well, there you go. <laughs> Never mind. But no, I recommend it. Uh, yeah. it was. It's, it's. It's like I say. It's just. It's just a a well executed little funny idea that you know. It's like a, something like you've probably not played before. So, well, Stuff I've. Like that's
0: the I, I can only run so much because I'm running like a 12 year old. Actually, probably more than that now, but uh, uh, roughly around 12, 13 year old Mac. Yeah. Um. So I can only run so many things. Like this stopped updating about four years ago, or something. I know. Yeah.
1: Mine's pretty old too. Now I think I might have got mine like around uni time or after. I think so. Mm-hmm. Mine's getting pretty old now, and, and I'm like, when I'm doing like, you know, putting files together, like big files for comics together, or if I'm doing animation stuff, I'm just like, come on, like, yeah. <laughs> hold out a bit longer. Like, I'm not sure when, you know, when I'm going to get the new one, but it will happen at some point. Yeah. I just, I just keep thinking, just a bit longer. Like yeah. it takes a while to start up nowadays, and Photoshop takes ages to start up. And you just think, come on.
0: Yep. No. It's exactly what I think when I'm I'm editing a podcast up because I edit my stuff on um, because I can't get anything new I ed- mm-hmm. edit it on an old version of uh, Adobe's Premiere Pro um, and just export it as a, an MP3 or whatever. But oh my god, see t- sitting watching it starting up, I'm just like, please no error messages, please yeah. nothing. Because if anything comes up, I'm screwed. <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> to <laughs> fix it. I don't know what to do. I don't yeah, and it's like, it's so outdated as well that I don't even have any of the Like, I tried um, reinstalling like a, a certain driver on it at one point and now it just comes up with an error message whenever I export something. And I'm just like, oh, please don't. Please just stop. I've had that. It wouldn't be the first time I've had to copy and paste the entire timeline of the podcast into a new folder because I've thought I'm going mm-hmm. to lose it, um, which yep. is, oh, honestly. So, yeah, it's that whole thing of, like, I don't want to have to shell out for another one, but it's inevitably yes. going to happen at some point. Yep. Uh, just
1: wait till the next project. Just wait till the next project.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm. I I always said that when it came to... Uh, the sort of the next hundred episodes, or whatever. So we've done a hundred episodes. Oh yes, right. I meant
1: to say congratulations. On oh, that.
0: thank you very much. Thank you. Um, but I, I always said like when we go to the next hundred, I'll just, I'll, I'll bite the bullet. I'll get like a credit card or something, and I'll just mm-hmm. invest in a, it in and in a new one. And then they started releasing all these new Macs and new laptops and stuff. I'm like, well, that's too much choice. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. Um, and, so, and, and like obviously, when they've just released them, all the prices go up. Like you say. Uh, so now I'm just sitting, looking, going. I'll just leave it a wee while longer. Maybe I'll do it on the next yeah. hundred after that or something. <laughs> yeah, I just take
1: a fan side of it will be fine.
0: Exactly. I do. Do you know what? I I get enough out of it to do an episode, and then I have to either put it on sleep or shut it down because it's just it's boiling, absolutely yeah. boiling. Um, it's it's funny because I have to open. The window when I do anything like chatting to anybody or or doing any editing or something because the room gets so hot. Yeah. Just off of that, um, it's ridiculous. It's utterly ridiculous, and that should that should be warning signs. Yes. Everywhere. Yeah.
1: Mine sounds like an airplane taking off, which I'm hoping isn't coming up on the mic.
0: No, no, I've not heard anything. No, I like, open right. word and it'll be like. <laughs> so that's good. No, mine... um Believe it or not, it's actually my portable hard drive that makes the most noise. Um, it just suddenly all, like... it'll click in, and then all of a sudden, go. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, take off. Yeah, so I have to, like right now, I've got the mic sitting on um, a stack of books on um, like a little, a little um, poof, like a little poofy, and yeah. um, the Mac is actually up on the sideboard at the side so that it doesn't pick up any of the noise off of it at all. Because <laughs> it used to be I would do them and all I could hear in the background of it was like... Broom. I'm like, oh, yep. Christ. <laughs> I just, I'm just waiting for it to explode.
1: <laughs> now, squad, please, I managed to find... Cause I, 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 I'm, I'm currently, since we're talking about equipment, I'm currently using a, a, a microphone, a Blue Yeti microphone. Oh, nice. Which I bought... I bought uh, I think I bought it around the time of uni. After uni, to make stuff, maybe to do like voiceovers, animations, and stuff. Mm-hmm. I probably I've had so I've, I've probably had it about eight years, and probably, this is probably the second or third time I've ever used it. So. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's coming handy from a podcast recording, but, um, but I've lost the pop shield, so I've ended up putting a couple of socks over it, which kind of yes. betrays the professional look, but it seems to be working. Hopefully, so
0: that is exactly what I did for the longest time. Honestly, mm-hmm. I would do anything on a because I've got exactly the same blue yeti and. Uh, would do the exact same thing would sit with just a sock over it yeah Uh, and i only ended up with a little like a little foam head thing on it because Mm -hmm. we obviously we started meeting up again doing meetings but we had to meet outside yes um so i got a little like one of the ones that looked like a little troll doll okay yeah, yeah yeah Uh, so I got one of them, and it just happened to come with the foam one at the same point. So I was like, I'm making full use out of this. I'm going to be the most professional <laughs> podcaster there is. <laughs> um, so finally, after like so many years, I've finally taken the plunge to get a foam bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the height of professionality. <laughs> uh, yeah. 100 episodes, you have to. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Do you um do you listen to anything when you're making comics? Speaking about podcasts, actually.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely do. Uh, like, um, I'll listen to I'll listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, I listen to a lot of music when I'm. So it depends on what the task I'm doing is. If it's something like writing, or if I'm trying to if I'm trying to pencil or uh, write, I'm I'm trying to come up with ideas. If it's something more mentally taxing, I'll do music without maybe without any uh, lyrics as well. Okay. Something less distracting, and then if I'm doing something like inking or something a bit something that doesn't require as much brain power I'll, I'll put like podcasts on or um you know normal music and stuff like i've got a little playlist to listen to when i'm drawing blind and stuff so um yeah i, I mean after it's probably my neighbor's crazy that I've, I've got a playlist that's probably playing like the same when I mean, now spotify plays like it ends up playing like the same 10 songs over yeah. i'm sure My neighbours <laughs> able to love that but um no yeah i do i do listen to a lot of stuff when i'm working uh like i said especially when you're working from home or you know or i mean even like even in, in the when i was working in a studio animation we still have everyone would have headphones on and music on it's just like say it's just nice to just you know tunker down with what you gotta do and then just you know listen to something good or something funny
0: yeah 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 what kind of what kind of music um sort of lyrics lyrics less music are you um are you rocking
1: uh i'll do like um sometimes i'll do like jazz stuff oh nice yeah. um I like the idea of classical music, but I don't really know much. So I, I, I probably, I probably do more jazz stuff or like always like playlists on Spotify, like uh, Focus and things, and it'd be like yep. piano stuff or you know cinematic stuff,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that sort of stuff. But just, just to fill, just to fill the silence, you know, yeah. So your yeah, thoughts yeah. get in. So you just have uh, some nice music on. Yeah, I'll do that while I'm, uh, like, if I'm writing or something, or nice. like if I'm trying to pencil a page or whatever, and then I'll switch to normal. Uh, you know music with lyrics and things or podcasts and stuff for the the easiest stuff not the easiest stuff but the mentally easiest stuff
0: yeah 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 there's stuff you don't have to focus as much on sort of thing yeah 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 i get that definitely mm-hmm. what um what's some of your what's some of your sort of staple point music that you go to uh like i
1: say i've got um that playlist i've got um which is kind of lots of that play that black playlist I, I'll, I'll i'll probably i've put it online before i'll put it online again at some point but it's just like sort of sort of garage rock stuff and uh there's some surf stuff in there surf music oh nice fits in nicely in with uh, that, story, <laughs> that story i do um yeah like rock stuff and punk that sort of thing that's kind of i kind of came up with that pop. i kind of came up with the place and was like if, I, if I, I kind of want my comic to sound like this sort of thing like that's the kind of thing i think of when i'm drawing it when i'm looking at it so it's just so kind of gets me in the mood for that sort of thing i mean i've just got normal you know other you know like songs or whatever as well if i get sick of those songs
0: yeah are you do you, are you into music yourself like are you uh, not just as like a background thing are you are you so actively into different bands and stuff
1: yeah i think yeah and i I've, and, I've, and, I've, and i've kind of i'm trying to get out and involved in it more in the uh like funnily enough before all COVID lockdown stuff happened I was like i think I should go out more and get you know like I should go to more gigs or I should go to more you know comedy stuff I feel like I mm-hmm. should go out and interact more with the like the community or the world and things, I mean, obviously the world went, nope, <laughs> and <then laughs> that happened for a while, and now, now that things are, open, you know, starting to open up again, you know, uh, I'll, me, and I'm, me and my girlfriend will go to, uh, you know, gigs, and uh, she goes to a lot of gigs as well, but I go to some gigs and some comedy okay. stuff, trying to get out more and do stuff, so yeah, I'm, I'm you know, and I, I, like I do, I do some, a mate of mine's band, I do some artwork for them sometimes, so when they're in town, I'll, I'll, I'll go mm. see them and stuff like that, so. Nice. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that I've, you know, really got into that I enjoy.
0: Yeah, you are not playing any instruments yourself?
1: Well, I used to I used to play drums when I was younger as well. Oh, nice. Uh, but uh, it's one of those things where you don't have any room for it or yeah you know, the noise for it, so you kind of don't. Uh, I, I like the idea of doing it again though. Like I, I I kind of keep meaning to look into sort of rehearsal space. You know, like if you could like rent out a space for an hour or two and you know just. <gasps> Play drums and stuff i kind of like the idea of doing that but uh, yeah i haven't got around to it but no it's, it's not something i've done for a very long time but i enjoy doing it
0: it's do you know what man it's something i looked into for the longest time um we've got like different rehearsal places here um i think we've got like three different places that you can go but they still charge you for the room rate as if it was like a band Right. So it costs a fortune, really, when yeah. you think about it. I mean, it's easy, it's fine when there's five of you and it's five of each or whatever. Fine. Yeah. But when you're the one sole person going in to play some drums and it's like 40 quid, you're sitting like, eh, what? Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. Um, so it was, it's, always, it's always hard. Um, I was lucky in that my other half at Christmas surprised me with an electric drum kit. Yes. Um, which Excellent. was just incredible. But, uh, and like, yeah, play, I've, I've thought about that sometimes. Yeah. yeah 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 it's do you know what, it is it is good but obviously you're still smacking something so it yeah. still causes some form of not like I, I was playing it out i've got it set out, set up in the garage to, uh, sort mm. of temporarily just now and um i sort of said to my other half like oh can you hear it she's like yeah i can still hear it even with the windows <laughs> shut i'm yeah. like oh christ yeah. <laughs> um but it is good. It is it is good. It does keep you in the practice. But obviously, yeah. it's an electric drum kit. It's not. It's not really the same feel. Yeah. Um, you can still. You can still have a good blast on it and still mm-hmm. stay limbered for it. Like um, and and stay in the, the sort of general movement. Once again, like I say, keeping keeping keep a, a sort of warm up and a practice for yeah. going into it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing beats going behind a real kit. Honestly, yeah. oh man, I'm letting rip. oh just. <laughs> yeah. Do you listen? Do you listen to like um more sort of punk stuff in that as well? Like you're garage bands. Yeah. Is it is it more sort of punk garage bands and that? Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, like um, recently I've got I've, I've been really getting into a Billy Childish. Oh heard. yeah, I've like, heard, like, um, heard
0: of them, but I've never actually listened to them. It's one of them where I think, you probably like
1: I've, as i've found out is that i think because he's had about like a hundred bands at this point like it's he's, he's been in so many different iterations of his bands and things and right so you end up hearing songs and be like oh that's by him as well oh that's by him as well all right right. And, like, okay. and he also does uh like art and painting and things as well uh and like he's done like posters and things and you and, you, and all these things you're like oh i've seen that oh i know what that is i've seen that it <laughs> <So laughs> ends up being this like thing that's all over the place but yeah a lot of his music uh, was like uh, garage rock, uh, sort of American influences kind of stuff, uh, like like stuff like the Sonics and stuff. It's, it's influenced by all that sort of stuff, and it's quite punky and yeah, yeah. I've, I've really been enjoying that recently. Uh, yeah, that's definitely that's kind of the, the genre I like is that sort of garage rock stuff, nice um, with black like punky, you know, punk stuff too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and yeah, uh, you know, like another band, uh, another big band I like a lot is uh, an american band called the mummies oh and yeah they're like i think they're from like the 80s or 90s mm-hmm. uh uh and they and they would dress up like mummies like in like sort of toilet paper kind of thing <laughs> and they do like old like garage rock songs and they're just really crazy on stage i managed i got to go see them
0: um oh amazing
1: uh, a couple of years ago now um because they because obviously in america so they, and they're getting a bit old in the tooth now so they don't really do that much I mean, they definitely don't do that many gigs full stop but they definitely yeah. don't do many gigs in the, in the uk so they did one in london so i went down to go see it and uh, it was it was really good and it, they're just like even though even though they're a bit old now they're still like fucking about on stage like kicking each other and like <laughs> he's, he's holding like the, cube, the organ over his head at one point and running around it's pretty funny um, it's, kind, it's kind of it reminds me that's um that's kind of what black that's old boy story and black one was kind of based on was that uh because it was kind of like that. Where oh, yeah. I went down. And oh, the, the difference was they, didn't, they, they did not go on in my in my story. The, the band never ends up going on, but in ours they like kept us waiting for like an hour or two. Just I think they were just messing about backstage or drinking. I don't know what. But <laughs> and being like it was. It, although the one I went to was it was a good gig. It was a short but sweet gig. But um, but yeah, it was just funny stuff. And and then just that, that's just that kind of music I really like, like say, uh, rocky punk stuff. Yeah, definitely nice. a couple of recent. Uh, or semi-recent sort of uh, things I've become obsessed
0: with. Oh, that's good one. That's good. Well, it's good that it also has influence on your work as well. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean... I mean okay. no,
0: sorry, Juan. I was going to say, it just it's, it's good when, you know, like little things on the peripheral, things that you don't even think about, you go and do something and then all of a sudden you do a strip and it's like, oh, that's kind of like... Such and such without even kind of thinking about it, and then it's not until you come at the end that you'll maybe look back and go, Oh, yeah, god, this is based on a lot of stuff that I've yeah. been doing, <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I we was saying before, like you say, with um, uh, even with fiction stuff, the, the real stuff sneaks in, and then like, and then it's you know, it, it just becomes part of it, it just becomes part of what you what you want to write about or draw, or whatever makes
0: sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How have um, how have you found the um. The sort of pre-order this time for doing Black Two because you did Black One on a Kickstarter, didn't you? That's
1: right. Yeah, I did. A, yeah, I did. A, I did a Kickstarter. I've done a couple of Kickstarters. I did my first Chip fits book. I did mm-hmm. it a Kickstarter for. And I did a Kickstarter for the first Black book. Yeah, it's been all right. Yeah, because I thought I'd, I thought I it a different a different way this time because I've. I mean, I I, I kind of didn't want to use Kickstarter anyway for sort of kind of for any nft type reason so yep. i, I don't really want to do that but but i completely understand why people will keep using it and you know and people will keep using it because there isn't really an al- 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 you know, alternative option so I, I i have no problem with people doing it but i just i didn't fancy doing it yeah and also i also like the idea of you know i kind of like the idea of kickstarting like the first book and then sort of you know trying to like keep momentum i suppose you have to it's for building it helps build up an audience it's definitely more effective to use a kickstarter but mm-hmm. um but no, it, it, I just wanted to try a different method. You know, I, I I thought I'll just do my own thing and get you know post some stuff and you know talk to people like yourself You know, and do stuff like that. So I thought I'd try a, a different avenue. So um, so yeah, it's been good. I think the response has been good. I think uh, good. Uh, looking forward to, for people to read it. Um, you know, because like because he, he spent so long with as we talk about his insular things, he spent so long looking at it and you mm-hmm. kind of can't even remember if it's funny or not anymore. <laughs> he spent so much time looking at it and thinking about it. So when someone says, "Oh, I you think know,
0: that's a oh, nice one. That's funny. Like, that's you know, it's nice there. So it's, yeah. good. it's good to know." It's been, it, so yeah, I'm. Good. It's, it's been um, obviously you were um, kind enough to send on number two. Um yeah. I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to having it in front of me because obviously I I read Black One in digital and then got it through and then read it in person and I don't know mm. it just always I think it's because of the size of it as well. It just reads differently it's still i mean it still reads well but it still yeah. just reads it reads differently when you see it in physical but there was just bits in a uh, in the second one where i'm recognizing just little details and i'm going oh i can't wait to actually see that like in print i think that's gonna yeah. be great um just little panels and stuff like even in the um in your interview strip uh, with the artist. God, what was the yeah. what's the name of that again? Oh, uh, that
1: strip's called Art World.
0: Art World, that's it, yeah. Um, even with that, like, there's just little things within it where I'm going, I bet you there's something, like, if, if, when you see it in print, it'll be like, I don't know, it'll just hit a wee bit better. Yeah. Like, um, I could just imagine it. Like, you've got, obviously, you've got somebody um naked at one point and uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some uh, some sort of bystanders looking mm. um and I'm going, that's just gonna that's gonna smack so much better in print, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I say, you can't you can't really beat the the real thing like in your hand sort of thing. And and yeah. they came out really as well really well as well. They came out really good. Uh, the printing on them was amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really happy with how they turned out. And like I say it's nice to have like say, well, it wasn't I I didn't really think of it that way when I made it, but like I say it does look nice when it's like a big oversized kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You kind of like say see some of the details, to Feels good. Am i pleased that it's come out, and um, uh, and cheers for you know just like it, saying you like it as well.
0: That's all good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, do you know what? It's just it's it's refreshing to see that there's one folks still putting out comics because there seems to be a bit of a, a lull at the minute. I think there's been a bit of a, a, a slump in the UK. Mm-hmm seen um there's still people releasing, don't get me wrong, there's still people just cracking on at it, yeah, but it was you know for a long time, especially the start of and just before lockdown, there seemed to be this sort of boom, and there was loads of people putting loads of stuff out all the time, and then yeah. it just it's just petered out, I think since cons have started coming back and stuff and people are a bit more wary, there's just a lot less work going out, or it's just mm. a lot less noticeable um. And then the US scene's kind of picked up a lot more in the small yeah. press area that that way. Um, and it's yeah. it, it's just refre- it's refreshing and it's nice to see somebody with those kind of sensibilities, those kind of US sensibilities, but with a sort of UK twist, um, putting out consistent work and putting out you know solid work as well um, oh, thanks so much. yeah it's really good it's really good no but not when to just sit and blow smoke all night but you know <laughs> it, but at the same point you know credit where credit's due definitely
1: i'm just appreciate yeah like i say there is like I say i think maybe it's people holding out for like waiting for the for, to release their books nearer cons maybe or mm-hmm. just or just the world exploding it's pretty <laughs> that could be it um but yeah a bit like i say there's a lot of good stuff out as well like especially like say american canadian stuff like mm-hmm. say it's um loads of stuff which obviously is uh good but paying for us because we can't get it very you know easily or cheaply so
0: yeah well you and me have had that discussion many a time about trying to get stuff here it's just a nightmare Um, yeah i've had a
1: couple people ask me like oh how did you get that and it's like i just paid for it yeah (laughs) there's no no secret i just uh, you know it's because everybody
0: thinks like oh they must have got that in some sort of way that doesn't mean that they're paying yeah. like a fortune for posters yeah. it's like no i'm just a mug no. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i just can't help myself yeah, <laughs> yeah. Expensive tastes exactly exactly <laughs> but no yeah but, but like but there are ways like there are slowly becoming ways of doing it like uh, uh gosh is uh um you know a, a good resource for yes us stuff like uh you never know, shout out to uh greg uh, works at gosh mm. you know, he's really good at uh sorting people out with you know if, if you're trying to find something or keeps people you know keeps you up to date with what's going on they're really, they're really good for that um and there's that mailing list uh mama lips does yes uh, small press express or something i think
0: uh, i think so yeah
1: and uh and, and they're and they're um you know keeping up with sort of overseas and you know letting people know through their mailing lists and stuff so there are ways of doing it but like i say it is it is still you know tricky
0: yeah there's been i think that uh who i can't remember their actual name but i just know them as mama lips but they they put up a bunch of stuff on uh, their their bandcamp um yes. as well uh which was interesting um it was a good yeah. way good way of doing it actually um, yeah i think i think
1: i've, I've only seen a bit of it. i think they're kind of doing like the sort of john Porcelino model i think where i think they're going to start uh distributing other people's comics as well as their own stuff and Yeah. i think and it's like I say it's, it's it's a good way of doing it, mm-hmm. and gets like I say comics in people's hands from you know weird places. So yeah, it's a
0: good thing. I think it, they've done a good thing of um, making it work for postage as well, because obviously yeah. you buy it through the bandcamp, which is the flat rate for the comics, and then. They then try and group all the stuff that you've got together and make it as cheap as possible on postage. Yeah. And then they let yes. you know how much it's going to be on postage for you to send it through, sort of thing, which is great. Yeah. Uh, I wish more people did that instead of just going. Well, I think it'll be roughly about a tenner, so we'll put, yeah. we'll put a tenner on. It's like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's tricky. To, I suppose it's tricky to calculate sometimes, but yeah, like yeah. I say, it's never nice when you see like a big fat sort of postage and you think, oh, okay yeah
0: yeah exactly i was i always worry about some of the americans sending their stuff out though because they clearly are putting their postage way too low
1: yes i wonder about that sometimes because i'll sometimes people i'll send stuff uh people ask me to send stuff over there and they're like i have to charge this much postage because it's going to cost this much and i feel bad about it and you know yeah and, a lot, and, and, and you know probably don't get as many sales as a result of that which is you know understandable completely mm-hmm. but then like say i'll get a comic from like I got a couple. I got one from France there, like American one, and you're like saying you think how did how did you do that? That doesn't make sense. I, yeah. I, I, I I don't know if they have different laws for like media mail or what. I can't remember how it works, but yeah, sometimes I I think that. I think how's that worked? How's that? How do they manage that?
0: I think um I think Brian Baines from uh, Bubbles was speaking about it on the most recent. It was kind of like it was kind of like a get together with uh, I think it was him and Nate and Ms Hartness and Oh Noah. was it one of those YouTube ones Yeah it was Noah's channel it was it was Noah's Noah's station and they mm-hmm. they got together whilst he was explaining about his books and Ms is just sitting like drawing and stuff but Brian at one point they start speaking about mail and he says he sends everything media mail he's like i just send it media mail and it costs like nothing Mm. and he's going through all these things about what he sends through in the media mail and i'm like oh my god like that's how it's so much cheaper for him and you get his stuff through as well and it's like immaculate and yet it's Mm. only in like a little plastic envelope you know what i mean yeah um whereas i've had stuff through from america before and like it's wrapped really well but the, the packaging's bollocks like absolutely yeah. done in and yet his yeah. stuff always comes through great and it's only like what six bucks or something to yeah. get it sent through it's like how do you do it man
1: <laughs> Like I, I've, I've done that where i've sent stuff the other way and i think like i'll put a comic in a box bu- in a in an envelope and i'm like well good luck i guess and yeah it <laughs> you know, any kind of... I, I sent some artwork once uh, one of the one of the kickstarter um the kickstarter someone ordered a, a page of black uh, in canada and i have to send so it's like a big a3 envelope and I was Jeez. like there's no way that's going to make it over there in one piece but it yeah. did luckily I think it was it may, it may have got a bit dinged up on the corner maybe but I was just like there's no way that's going to work yep. but uh, yeah scary stuff
0: are you um? are you planning on doing any more uh, cons because you've done some recently haven't you
1: yeah I, I did well I did um, I did Thought Bubble last mm-hmm. year uh, this how year I'm doing a couple of, sorry go on I was going to say how was that it was it was good, yeah. Like obviously, people were a bit trepidatious, you know, understandably. So, yeah. um, but it was, you know, it was good, and you know, everyone was masked up, and it didn't. It was busy. It was obviously the biggest crowd you'd been in like since COVID, kind of thing. But it was all well spaced out, and you didn't feel too crushed in, and people, you know, were respectful and stuff. So, you know, it was it was it was really good and nice nice to see people again, albeit like say wearing masks. It's a bit trickier to, you know, shout over a table to someone with a mask on sometimes. Yeah. But and also you get that thing where. You meet someone who knows your artwork, you, you, and you, you may have seen them before. Or you may have not seen them before, and they recognise you, and you recognise them, which is even harder when they're wearing a mask. It's like I can see this. I think I recognise this guy's eyes, maybe, <laughs> and they say, "No, you know, good to see you." That sort of thing, and you're like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." But um, but no, it was it was it was good, uh, and it was it was nice to see people are doing you know, doing that stuff again. So obviously, people have been deprived of that kind of like mm-hmm. mingling with comic-y people. so that was good. Um, so yeah, that was good. And but yeah, this year I'm doing a couple of uh, smaller ones. I'm doing there's one in Macclesfield called uh, Mac Pow. Oh yeah. Which yeah, is, yeah. Uh, at the start of July. Ma- uh, Mark Jackson uh, runs that. He makes comics mm-hmm. as well. Yep. So that'll be that'll be good. i have not been to that one before. And there's also I think there's um there's a small press day uh one. Uh I'm not I've not got the full details on it yet, but there's one on small press day I think I'm going to go to as well. So yeah, that'd be good. Going nice, out, uh, taking the new black sound stuff.
0: That'd be good. That will be good. Yeah. Are you um? Do you enjoy going to the to the cons, or is it just more of a trying to get the comics in front of people's eyes?
1: Uh, I I do enjoy it. Like yeah. uh, I've done it. I've done it. Uh, I went a couple of times, one or two times, as a punter first at Thought Bubble, uh, okay. and then end up you know tableing. So I've only I've tabled like I've only tabled like uh, three times, I think. Mm-hmm. uh uh, no, I, I do enjoy it. I mean, there is a lot of sort of standing around and uh waiting for someone to look at your table kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. um But uh, no, I do enjoy it. And um and meeting everyone, you know, and you get to put names to faces kind of thing and people go, Oh, I know, I love your stuff and you go all love uh, your stuff and that's nice. And uh and I mean I mean yeah, that's and that's good stuff and, and, and just a random person who's never and that and that's a nice part of it, is when a random person you who just walks past the table just looks at it and goes, Yeah, I'll have one of them and just buys one and then walks away. That's like that's like a dream customer, not someone like so if you if you make stuff or you you, you know if you if you make mates buy stuff or your friends you always there's always a part of you that thinks you're only buying that because you you know because yeah. you, <laughs> you, you know who I am and you really like me and stuff which <laughs> which is them being nice friends and supportive which is you know and and they probably do like stuff too but it's always part of you that just thinks nah you're just saying that because you have to say that yeah whereas there's some random guy who's what passing looks at your work like it just, it just feels like that's a subjective you know that person thinks your work is good and that's a nice feeling sort of thing um but no i, I do enjoy it um uh, and uh, i mean it's 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 i mean it's not I think i think i don't think many people make money doing it like especially when you're like um i mean a, a hotel if you're staying over that's you know that's no, there's no way you're making your table back if you yeah. um get in a hotel room for a night or, or two nights or whatever but um but i can usually like make my table back like i get like a, I, I used to get half tables at the top but when I, i'd be able to make that back and stuff so hmm. that was good but like i don't think i don't think people go often to make money i think you go to meet up with friends and you know get your work out there and you know that's the that's that's the thing that's what's worth it. i think that's the fun yeah. part and uh no yeah i mean I, I, do you think you'll be going to any cons this
0: year uh, no do you know what man I, I i've just kind of sacked off the idea of going to cons um i just can't afford it more yeah, than
1: I mean that is that is a big part of it. I think that is a privative
0: yeah. thing of it. If if there was more local ones, then fine. But I just can't justify it. I mean, it's a, obviously we <laughs> you know we're, we're we're very much in the time of like everything costs twice as much with like fuel and yeah. everything. You know, so it's it's a bit of a nightmare. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm at the stage now where if I'm going to go to a con or. If we were going to go to a con and like table or something, I th- I think we would have to think about doing like a really like like a really well known one, one that was going to be a, a solid deal sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But there's also a part of me that just thinks, ah, would do I want to go to another UK one or or just hold out, save up a bit of money and go to one in like the US or something? Ooh, I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah, um, and if we can just put off going to a con for even just like a year or two it would be worth it just to go across do a day come back again mm-hmm. you know what i mean um yeah. get get like two or three days out of it of like traveling and looking around and going to the con and then the next day just traveling back you know what i mean um it yeah. would be a lot it would take a lot out of you but god it would probably mm-hmm. be worth it for the experience you know what i mean yeah that would um, be cool yeah. So yeah.
1: I, 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 like I said, I even I don't. I don't end up going to even like London ones. I think that's expensive. Like mm-hmm. uh, I usually try and stick up north, kind of locally-ish, local-ish ones. But for the money reasons and things, like say, so I, I didn't even think about like going to like, you know, like say like the American ones, the Canadian ones, and things. That'd be awesome. But yeah. um, like I so say, you have to save up for it. But yeah that'd be cool that'd it's be good.
0: it's the added thing of it as well of like travel is going to be totally different now for going to those kind of countries and stuff yes. um so it's, it's a bit of a nightmare in that respect but um we're thinking about it just now and saving towards it and also like we've got the added thing as well that we're lucky in the sense that if we were going to be tabling we're then splitting everything four ways yeah. Um so it's not so bad. It would only really be like flights or whatever. Um mm-hmm. but you know, would be splitting a room four ways or whatever, we'd be splitting mm-hmm. the table four ways, you know, it's that stuff's fine. It's only really the flights more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um but still it's like uh, do do we really want we've we've got to think of it in the sense of do we really want to be shelling out for going to <laughs> you know, Leeds or yeah, L- yeah. London or whatever and spending all that money when a large portion of that could have just went towards the flights for going to Small Press Expo or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I'm not, like saying, not saying that we would even get accepted to go to something like that, but even just to go as a punter there or something, that would just yeah. be incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, So yeah, probably not going to go to any cons. Um, I'm also, I don't know, I, I get pretty i find a lot of the the cons pretty full on as well yeah. um and i know the american ones would just be like a ten tenfold you know yeah, um but if you were only going to one as opposed to going to maybe like five or six in a the year then it's you can you can handle the yeah one the, big one yeah. yeah you can handle the intensity of one big one um yeah i just find it a bit much sometimes and um Obviously, as well with, with the UK scene being pretty saturated with a lot of the same people, mm. it can sometimes be a thing of like oh, I've already seen a lot of these guys like three months ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is great because I I know a lot of them as well, which is which is brilliant. Um, and it's nice seeing everybody, but once again, it's seeing everybody every two three months. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that one year I think it was either it was twenty eighteen or twenty twenty nineteen, one of the two. And I went to a lot of cons, um, and I just kept seeing the same sort of five faces over and over again. And mm-hmm. it was only really thought bubble where I saw different folk. And I remember saying to my pal Dave, like, uh, you know, I think I think I could have just done this in one day. Um, even mm-hmm. though we were there for the full whack, it was like I think I probably yeah. could have just done this in one. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff yeah. to go around. Don't get me don't get me wrong, but yeah if you were just going and you knew who you were going for and stuff and then you just sort of wander after it you could probably just cover it in a wonder. you know what I mean
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah. I mean I, I only ever really went to I've only ever really been to uh, Thought Bubble so I, I, I didn't have that thing I know people like say have gone to like a few throughout the year mm-hmm. and make kind of, like a, do it like a year's worth of things so I, I kind of only ever did it the once a year thing so I kind of probably got all my out of my system that one time like I said yeah. go and find the people that and another thing as well with the kind of comics we buy I think is that you end up buying a lot of them before the con anyway. So like, yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd, you'd go to your mates, you go to someone's table and be like, like say, if, if they'd, hopefully they have something new on it, but they might not, and it's like, oh well, I've already, I already own all these things. So uh, good to see you, and then you kind of just feel bad. Yeah. Market, sort of <laughs> but, but it's still nice to see them, obviously.
0: But um, exactly, exactly. But, no,
1: yeah, yeah. Like I, like I say, I, I, um, I mean, I didn't get into ThoughtBall this year. That's why I did That's why I'm not uh, tabling this year. But yeah. I mean, I, I still might go uh, just as a punter. But um, yeah. Yeah, so but I've got these other couple of other ones, which I suppose it's good to go to other ones as well and see what they're like. So some smaller uh, local ones too. So yeah,
0: I think if it's if it's ones that you know you're not going to see the same sort of faces, then that's that's worth it. Um, yeah. But I'd, very much for myself up here, like as soon as a con pops up, everybody jumps up on it. And it's mm-hmm. like so. You're gonna see the same the same folk uh, down south. Maybe not so much. Um, yeah. Like like I say, thought bubble. It was loads of people. <laughs> loads of people. It was ridiculous. I think I, I think that's where I picked up your Chip McFitz actually. Yeah, we,
1: I remember. I remember. Yeah, cause I think I, I remember. Uh, I think it was uh, the first time they were in Harrogate. I think, uh-huh. uh, and, and you came to my table yeah, and I nice little chat with you. Yeah, I remember
0: yeah. that. Yeah, because cool. I had enough. them on. Yeah, I had um, I had Chip McFitz on. Digital, I think. I think I had the first Mm -hmm. two or something on digital, um, and wanted to get them in physical. Once again, spotted things in them that I'm like, oh, I never noticed that. Yeah, (laughs) Um, it's just we're holding the physical thing. But yeah, I think that was. I think that was where I got um, Chipmunk Fits. But there was loads of stuff from there. But, you know, again, I, there was a certain row of people where I was like, oh, here's where they've put all the Scottish artists, because I've seen all these guys right. like this year, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, I'll see Alan Henderson, like, every time. I see yeah. his Penguin stuff, like, all the time. But then I mm-hmm. know Al, so it's, it's different. You know, it's yeah. fine. I'll, I can stand and chat to him. It's, yeah, it's great. Them, yeah. yeah, it's always good to see him regardless. But... I see him at like near enough everyone because he's very much, he just wants new people to see stuff and it works from that point of view that if he goes to a different area he's not necessarily targeting the comics fans of that area, he's trying to target the sort of the other folk that'll sort of walk in or whatever you know what i mean yeah. like the the people that'll just sort of be on the peripheral or come with their kids or something like that mm-hmm. that that might just happen to see it and be like oh that reminds me of such and such you know yeah, um, yeah. and i think blat is going to be one that will work in that sense that uh it might be somebody who's who used to read like Klaus comics are used to read like uh Joe Matt or something like that back yeah. in the day and they'll spot it and go, Oh, that looks like such and such, you know. Yeah, like I definitely get
1: that. People do pick it up and go, Oh, this, this looks like like say Klaus or like say yeah. alternative comic stuff. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh this this, this looks like American stuff. I'm like, Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's good, man, because like people would take that influence thing as like Oh, well, you trying to say my stuff is just like somebody else? And it's like, yeah, yeah. no, no, it's like it's it's influenced in the the best way, as in it has the traits, but it's its own thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which is yeah, just yeah. tremendous. That's great. No, that's, yeah, I oh,
1: yeah, hope they're not saying it looks just like the thing. Like, say it. You know, yeah. It's <laughs> probably just hopefully that it's
0: inspired by. It's good to like, know that you've you've heard that though. It's good to know that people are actually saying, like, oh, that's like so and so, and then going about it that's not too bad yeah, at yeah. all oh
1: no, yeah i've had that
0: yeah so you get a lot so you do get a lot of interest in black when you're at the at the cons i think so yeah well, definitely
1: more than chip i think uh chip with fits uh i'd like those comics but i think if you've never seen them before i don't i think they just look so weird that people are just like <laughs> i'm not gonna touch that <laughs> i mean the, the, the thing i always get for them is um uh, they'd call them quirky Quirky right. was the word they'd used to describe. I think it's polite for weird. So people <laughs> wouldn't like... Because obviously the art style is quite, you know, it's quite a, a weird, a different art style I chose for that one. They, they don't yeah. really look like humans. It's kind of, they're kind of based on... Um, the idea was based on like sort of um, 50s animation, like UPA kind of sort of geometric kind of uh, characters, like mm-hmm. the little squares, you know, the little characters. But then also, but that also got kind of messed up because I was watching a lot of Ren and Stimpy at the time. So I ended up doing... So I end up having like these sort of geometric sort of UPA style 50s animation combined with these really sort of manic sort of fleshy faces. Yeah. Which uh, I've had. I mean, people say you look like Meat Boy. I've had that with with, with Chip and obviously because it's a big red, angry looking cube. So. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I think people definitely uh, I definitely had more of a, a positive reaction, I think, to black because um, well, one black one looks like a person. It's not like a weird little got sort a of creature looking guy, so people like that. But uh, yeah, I think I've definitely yeah, I think I've I think I've um had a much better reaction to black and people seem to like it, I think it's funny and stuff. I do worry though when like um I mean also with Chip as well, where it would be at a con and like a kid will walk past with his mum or dad or whatever and the, and obviously my comics look quite bright and inviting and things and people and their kid will come look at am like, Oh god, don't look at that one like, <laughs> like um one of my Chip McFitz ones, uh, the, the last one, the joint fever, it's all about like um uh, drug culture and like yep. sort of um riffing on all those old propaganda films like Reef of Madness and yep. stuff like that. So there's loads of like people smoking weed and sort of copious drug use in it and I'm like, this kid's just seen this nice little character on this little comic book and they're like flipping through it and I'm like, oh don't look at that one. or you know, all <laughs> oh, like, flat with like swearing and things and I'm just like, Yeah, this isn't for you sort of thing. I mean I do put for maturity audiences on the on the you know on the cover whatever, but yeah, yep. that won't stop a kid walking past and going, Ooh, look at that, I look shiny and then seeing something dramatic and uh <laughs> ruin
0: the day. well you've got i think you've got uh more of a more of a worry with that with chipmunk fits as well because of the size uh, yes. it's just it's so like handheld and it's the nice yeah. size for them um and like you say it is bright colors and just little cartoon characters but there's little things that would give it away that you probably shouldn't be digging into if you're of a certain age because yeah. I mean Chip's got blood on his hands on one <laughs> Yeah. True, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> joint fever has you know it's called joint fever and there's yeah. green smoke everywhere it's like come on Yeah. Uh, the only one would be you know a, a Damon Starlights. Uh there's yeah. nothing that would sort of scream out but I don't know man I think I th- there's nothing too horrendous no, 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 nothing, yeah you're right there's
1: nothing crazy crazy in here, but like no. I say there's a bit of balance or you know, stuff like say stuff stuff that little kids maybe the parents don't want them seeing sort of thing, but yeah, nothing. nothing you know, nothing's ever come of it. So I just I'll just I'll just see them walk past and sweat a bit, and then I'll keep walking. <laughs> like We're good. I might get shouted at by someone's dad. so That's good. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's not so bad. So uh, when yeah. is it? When is it that um, Black Two comes out again? Is it the twenty fifth? The twenty fifth. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, and uh, that'll be on my uh, on my shop and I'll put a PDF copy out as well so people can, across the pond can afford to buy it without me to pay crazy shipping. So, um, yeah. And I'll, I'll also be putting that T-shirt out as well.
0: Yes. Uh, as well. Yeah, the yellow with the, the cat getting shot. <laughs>
1: That's right, yeah. Some more violence for the kids there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they, they came up really well then. Yeah, I got them uh, screenprinted some locally. So yeah, I've not done a t-shirt before, so that was quite fun. Uh, yeah. To do so. Well, I've done t-shirts for other people, like for bands and stuff. But I've never done my own t-shirt design, so that was fun. Nice. People seem to like it, so that's good.
0: It's good. It was it was a nice it was a nice design, nice and simple, and just something quite easy to put up on the on a t-shirt. Yeah. Um. And do you know, what, it was good. It was inspired going with a, a a solid color as well, and going with a bright yellow. Uh, one with it coming up to summer but two mm-hmm. because everybody puts things out on just white and black white and black i think white that's black.
1: it people i think someone's someone's just, i've heard that a few times people like white t-shirts like that's this the common like the perceived knowledge of everyone's like oh yeah that's that's what you should do and like i said but i like like say i've i've got a couple of shirts that i like like yellows and reds and things and mm-hmm. it's, it's just pop better i think
0: yep my my, would... my entire wardrobe is just filled with like black t-shirts with like right now i'm wearing a black t-shirt that has so a white <laughs> white graphic on it yeah yep. um it's you know black t-shirts white white writing or a white t-shirt with black writing on it um but there's i i still love i've got like an ochre shirt that i just wear very occasionally um and a adventure land one that's like uh It's got the little, like, different coloured sleeve and collar on it, Um, and it just says games, games, games down it, Um, and that's like a baby blue, and it's just good to have just that one colourful t-shirt throughout, Um, just that all of a sudden, you know, one day you're just sitting like, yeah, fuck it. (laughs) <laughs> Shove it on, yeah, um, yeah. bring a bit of color into it. But it's it's good, man. It works really well with the graphic as well. I like it. Ah,
1: it's
0: a nice one. I really like it. That's why that's why I grabbed one. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't grab yeah. it for shits and giggles. Cause I yeah, grabbed yeah. it because I liked it. Um, but where can uh, where can everybody get that? Is that Big Cartel? Uh,
1: that'll be on my uh, yeah. The, the comic Black Two and the shirt will be on my uh, my website on my shop online shop, which is just MattGreaves.BigCartel.com. And that's uh, Matt With One T G R E A B E S. And that's I mean that's basically all my stuff. Like if you all my my, my shop's MattGreaves.com and if you just put in Matt Reeves, you'll find all my stuff online. Yeah. Like social media and stuff.
0: Yeah. You've got a website as well, don't you?
1: That's right, yeah. MattGreaves.com, yeah. That's yeah. where you could it's got all my uh comics illustrations and uh cartoons and stuff
0: on. Nice. Nice one, mm-hmm. man. Thanks very much, Matt. That was really good of you to to talk us through everything and it's been great to chat to you man yeah um, likewise yeah, yeah. For me on. it's been good to to actually sit down and have a long form and not just see you at a con and go thanks very yeah. much for the comic see you later <laughs> That's good. That's That's good, thank you man get in touch for more links to the podcast links to buy our comics and more then go to our link tree at thatcomicsmell.com and please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe thank you for listening the music you can hear is by Richter FM and it's the title track from the EP Hibiscus you can check out Richter FM and this EP on Bandcamp YouTube, Spotify and Apple Music.